Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo 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 I know you're like, wow, Rachel sounds, uh, you know, her voice is a little bit more deeper. <laughs> no, it's me, Jamie, Jay Ferns, and I'm here with Frank. Yo, yo, what's good, yo? Um, it's just us for this episode. It's Boys Night Out. Uh, but we G-G. have a Yes, sir. How you feeling, Frank? <laughs> I'm feeling great, man. Rachel's not in the house, but, you know, we're making the best out of it, like always. You know how we do. We do how we do. And one of us is out. I've been out. You've been out. Some we, The other ones pick up the slack, so... But we have a great episode that we're introducing right now, right? Yeah, we got Jasmine, bro. Can't wait. Jasmine Romero. Romero. If you don't know who she is, she's the head of development for Sonoro Media, Mm. which is what we where we do our show, Sonoro. Um, And you'll find you'll hear this in the interview. But she brought uh, LOL to Sonoro. Yes. Yes. Wow. So it wasn't for her. The LOLs wouldn't be hearing about us, really. The new fans right. of ours that, that started listening in Sonoro, you right. would not have known about us, right? Wow. Um, so Jasmine is to thank. We don't have her on the show just for that, right? You know, we're not that um, conceited, right, to have her like, right. on the show to be like, so how was it uh, when you first discovered us? No, no, no. It's not about, <laughs> us. It's not about us, Frank. It's about Jasmine and Jasmine Romero. Um, she has a new uh, podcast series that is going to premiere on Sonoro. Ooh. It's called The Princess of South Beach. Yeah. I heard it, man. Things amazing. I can't wait, yo. I feel like this is the first audio telenovela. Oh, yeah. It's going to be in both English and Spanish. There's going to be two versions. So you can listen to it and your grandmother can listen to it. <laughs> um, but I don't want to pimp it out anymore. We're going to pimp it out enough during the interview. You'll listen to it. It was a great interview. It was really fun. We got to know a lot about the show, a little more about Jasmine. Frank, how did you feel about the interview? It was amazing. Uh, we found out a lot about Jasmine. She does, doesn't do th- this particular one. She does a lot of producing when it comes to podcast, and she also has experience as a director, as an actress, also. So dude, there's, yeah, there's so much to all. her, and she's cool. And it was the interview was just really cool, even though Rachel was not involved. But we made the best of it, you know, without Rachel. But we still right. missed her. And Jasmine does a great Rachel, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, Jasmine, yeah. She listens to the show enough that she knows <laughs> she took over the rich, some of the rich. You'll listen to Just listen. Y'all. Yeah. Stop hearing us chit-chat and talking about the interview and just let's start the interview. Yeah. What up, what up? Hey. All right, so we're doing this interview without Rachel. Spoiler mm. alert. But you know what? I got to do her justice because she does these introductions for our guests. And I don't want to just come in and be like, all right, here's our next guest. You know, I have to also bring it because I want this guest to feel like this is any other show. So here we go. I'm going to (laughs) try. So right now we're going to have somebody that is so amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Elohueros. Here is Jasmine Romero. Jasmine. Okay. Jasmine Romero. Um, first of all, you're the head of development for Sonoro Media. Yes. Which is where we do our show. That's right. Um, shout out Sonoro. Um, you're also, um, y- you wear a lot of hats too. I mean, you've, you're a producer, actor, writer. Wow. And you're here to talk to us about a new project that we can't wait to really dig into. 
because this project sounds really fun, hilarious, all that good stuff. But I want you to introduce yourself to the Eloeros right now. We want to really know who is Jasmine Romero, the real coming from the source. Mm. I'm so excited to be on the show because y'all don't know this, but I've been keeping an eye on you, or I guess keeping an ear on you for like many, many years. <laughs> wow. Uh, even back when I was at Gimlet, because like, I feel like my whole career in podcasting, I've been like, where are my Latinos at? Where's my community? And very early on in my days at, at Gimlet, I, I found you guys because I was like doing a report on all of the like Latino podcasts out there. And I was like, yo, these guys are great. I went to college. At, I went to City College um, up mm, in Harlem. And so 135th, I, like, 135th. Shout out right. 135th. Shout yeah. out the one train. And, um, <laughs> shout out the one train. <laughs> my people in the one train. <laughs> I just immediately vibed with you guys. And so when I came to Sonoro, I was like, well, we got to bring LOL to Sonoro. Hey. Like now that I'm with all my people and we got, you know, we're doing this Latinx focused podcast network like we got to bring lol to the fam and so i'm so glad to be here with you guys yeah jasmine is the reason we're in sonoro so you know <laughs> she scouted us there's these podcast you know tournaments and she scouts us like basketball and baseball you know they have people <laughs> scouting podcasters and she saw us and she was like i want them to sign with the big club so yeah it was like at a bar i was like i was like <laughs> peeping you guys and you guys were like peeping me and i was like yo do we match like can I send right. you a, a, a Tinder request? I don't know how, I don't know how to do afterwards, to be, to be honest. I don't you know. You didn't swipe right. Wait, you didn't swipe right on us, right? You, I did. You, uh, no, is that what you do? I'm married, I so I legit right don't know. <laughs> I think that's a negative when you swipe. All right, yeah, yeah. Isn't there, like I a like know. button? I think there's a like button. I don't I know. Liked I, don't I liked you. I like, see, I, okay. That's, I'm on, uh, what do they call them? Geriatric millennials? Right, yes, yes. Um, But it all worked out, because look, we're all here together. We're all here together, we're doing the podcast. We're doing the podcast, and we're also here to talk about your new podcast. Yes. Yes. So, like, I'm going to give, like, a, you know, we're going to get really into the heart of this podcast, but right now how I'm going to explain it, it's called Princess of South Beach. It's a bilingual, modern audio telenovela. This is yep. what this is. Yes. Um, it has a crazy cast. Crazy cast. Which we'll get into. You can hear it in uh, the, uh, there's an English version and a Spanish version. Okay, I'm, I'm giving you all the details, but I want Jasmine <laughs> to really get into it. Jasmine, please give us kind of the synopsis of Princess of South Beach. Yes, I've worn a lot of hats throughout my career. And this project really like tested all of my hat wearing skills because yeah. <laughs> uh, I like a year, over a year you're ago. Not wearing a, you're not wearing a hat now, just so you know. Right. I had listening. to take it off. I was exhausted from all the wearing the hats I've been wearing. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't wear any more hats. Like, take these hats. Um, so, so like a little over a year ago, um, I got together with, with my co-writer, Joanna Houseman, who's an incredible comedian. Joanna. And Joanna, sh- for, former guest on the show yes. as well. We love Shout her. out to Joanna Houseman. I love her. And, uh, and I was like, dude, I have this crazy idea. Like, and really like for years, what I've been working in podcasting for like six years now and, um, was that, was that Gimlet and was that Endeavor Audio? And the whole time I was always like, man, you know what should exist? A telenovela for podcasts. Like this is mm-hmm. a thing, like it's so natural. Why doesn't this exist? And I was waiting for somebody to pitch it to me. I was like, yo, I just want to green light this for somebody because I want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I got so tired of waiting for it that I finally was just like, okay, I'm going to make it. And so I, I reached out to Joanna and we got together and, and started like ideating and, and trying to figure out like what we could do. And now a year later, like it's coming out in the world and it's got this crazy cast and it's in English and in Spanish, which like it was meant to be from the very beginning. We were 100% like, oh, this is going to be available in both languages. 
and it has two separate casts, which is beyond insane um, <laughs> because it's a monster. It's 36 episodes Wow. of telenovela, and it's going to come out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting October 4th and uh, and go through like 12 weeks of show. It's But I'm just so excited for it because it's I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's so funny. Jasmine, I heard it. I heard, heard it. Oh, you heard episode. a preview? We got a yes. preview and it's, it's hilarious. Yes. It's hilarious. And you can, it's, that's the beauty of these audio podcast series now. You feel like you're in the world and the music combined. The foliage. The, the, there's, you know. Sounds. It's, you're not, you know, you actually are just like, oh, I'm in this world already. I'm immersed in it. And so it feels like an audio telenovela. Yeah, well, and. From the get, I was like, oh, we got to have a theme song. Because, you know, all these telenovelas have, like, that theme song. It's like, yeah. you know, dos mujeres, un camino. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, we got to have a banging theme song. It's Princess of South Beach, so it needs to sound like Miami. And so, like, th I think the theme song is so good. And once you start listening to those episodes, like, it gets stuck in your head. Later on, yeah. you're going to be like, I'm the Princess of South Beach. Because it's reggaeton. And it's been a wild journey. And I'm just really excited to get it out in the world. Did you do a lot of telenovela watching for this show? Kind of to just kind of remember a lot of kind of the things that happen normally on telenovelas. Yeah, well, and like this show is super self-referential. So like it does all of the things that telenovelas do. And yeah. then as you get deeper into the show, we start like flipping those things on their mm -hmm. head. So like okay. episode one, you meet Maria del Carmen, which is like the most telenovela name ever. <laughs> and, you know, she's a twin that was separated at birth from her other twin, Gloria, who, like, has this whole other life. And yeah. she's a, you know, Maria del Carmen is, like, this orphan that was raised in a convent. And there's this nun. It's 100% like telenovela tropes, bang, bang, bang. And so definitely did some research. But I also, like, I watched a lot of Gossip Girl. I watched a lot of Bridgerton mm, because, like... Okay, yeah. It does have, yeah. People low-key... Low they don't think that they're watching telenovelas, but those are legit telenovelas, 100%, mm -hmm. you know? And and I think, like, when I think about the kind of representation that we need is, like, yeah, we should be at the Oscars, 100%. But we should also have our versions of, like, Bridgerton and Gossip Girl and all of this other kind of content that exists in the world. And But there is no version of it that, like, features Latinos. And so that is 100%, like, where this was born out of. I mean, telenovelas were the first, like, bingeable sh type of shows, right? And like our mothers and grandmothers would watch it. And now, like you said, the new generation, they probably don't realize it, but they're like addicted to these current shows like they were telenovelas. Frank, you were going to say something, sir? Um, Jasmine, do you think this is the future of telenovelas, the, the, these type of podcasts? For sure. Let me just say that if this is the last telenovela podcast, like I messed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the point is not for my show to be the first and last and be the only one that's out there. Like... The whole point is for us to now have 10, 20, 30 telenovela podcasts. And, you know, we should have our version of Grey's Anatomy and any popular show that's out there. Like, I want to see that show, but done with a full Latino cast. Yeah, like a law, like a lawyer show, you know. A law and order, yes. Yeah, law and order. But I think it should just be a show where it's just a firm of just Latino lawyers, you know. Yes, the just... firm of Sanchez and Sanchez. Yes, I'm so, down. Yeah. <laughs> Sanchez and Sanchez. The show itself could be called Lati Latinos. Right? Latinos. And, you know, green you light. have... Green light? <laughs> Latinos. Green light. I'm watching. Yeah. Latinos, that's it. Um, okay, so let's get into this cast, because this is like an insane cast. I want to get everybody who's on this cast. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, 
It's a big list, and it's an English and Spanish list, right? Some people、yes. are not in both, so they're totally、um, separate. Yeah. So okay, there's the English cast. You know, the lead is is Rachel Ziegler. Rachel Ziegler, yeah. Rachel Ziegler,、um, she's the lead. She's playing both Maria del Carmen and Gloria Calderon. So right, she's、twins. doing double duty. Because they're、wow. twins, you know. They're twins. Yeah, you know how. We, yeah, you got twinsies. Twin. You got to do the twin.、Um, Evil twin, we don't know, right? Because there's always that evil twin. But we gotta,、mm. we gotta listen to the show. We gotta listen to the show.、Um, you have Gina Torres. All the whole cast is like Hollywood Latino royalty, one hundred percent. Yeah, this is like a, a who's who right now. Raúl Esparza talking about Law and Order. Danny Pino talking about Law and Order. Wow.、Um, Andy Bustillos, Alan Eisenberg, Ivan Call, and Ex Mayo, who、uh, we've had on the show in the past.、Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ex Mayo. This is just the English cast, y'all. It's like. I haven't even hit the the Spanish cast. Wow! You got Cheryl Rubio in the Spanish class playing Maria and Gloria.、Mm-hmm, from Casa de las Flores. Yep. Then you have Erica de la Vega. Yes, she's a stand-up Mar- comedian. She's also Venezuelan. Shout out Venezuela.、Uh, There's a lot of Venezuelan, Venezuelan representation going on with with her and Joa and Cheryl. There's a lot of Venezuelans in、yeah. this cast. Loki. Wow. Is that a popular country for do they、uh, for soap for telenovelas? I mean, I think telenovelas are just like popular everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I found out throughout this process that like Turkey has really big telenovelas. Like、wow. K dramas are there, like are Korea's version of telenovelas. Like this is a thing that is popular around the world. Yeah, wow, definitely. And just to finish off the list of the Spanish guys: Marco Villoria,、mm-hmm. uh, Ricardo O'Farrell, Fitzgerald Navarro, Monica Huarte, Eduardo Albornoz, and Marta de la Torre. Torre, I gotta do my double R's right. This is like a crazy good cast, and you have two different casts. Wow, that so this is a big endeavor. So we mentioned that you're the creator, co-writer, and director. So how, you're you're in there when they're recording the voices. How was explain that process to me? So co-writing with Joa was such a joy, and being able to just like vibe with somebody on like the jokes, right? Like we, there's this whole joke about. Ricardo Arjona later in the series and about how he's like the Latino Barry Manilow and how he's so like cheesy and romantic <laughs> and just to like be able to like riff off those jokes was such a joy. But then it's taken to a whole nother level when you're in a room with actors who also get the joke and and that are improvisers like.、Right. Andy Bustillos and Alan Eisenberg and X Mile—they're all like former improvisers that are now actors. And when you get in a room with improvisers that can like take the thing that you wrote and run with it and take it to a whole nother place, I think I wrote this on Twitter like after a, a long recording session. But I was just like, I want to write for this cast for the rest of my life. Like these people are so <laughs> talented and they're so much fun to have in the studio, and it, it just like really brought a whole new. Element to the show, and then to do it again in Spanish and see them do different things with it, like Richie Ofari, who plays Raúl in the Spanish version, is also an improviser and just took the character. Like the characters are written similarly, but they do totally different interpretations of it. And so to be able to hear it in a whole new way, I was over the moon. I feel like I've been pregnant with this project for like a year, and I'm just like <laughs> ready to get this baby out. You know、yeah. what I mean? Jasmine, you've also produced、uh, or you've been involved in some other podcasts for children,、uh, Chompers and、uh, Story Pirates. Tell us how it is to do podcasts for children. How did that come about? Yeah,、uh, well, back in my other life, before I went into podcasting, I was an actor, and、um, I worked with Sesame Street, and I still do.、Um, shout out to Sesame Street. Shout out to Elmo. And、uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Elmo. 
Well, and I, I'm really thankful to be a part of that whole legacy because obviously like we all grew up with that show and, and it has such a, a powerful impact. But I just like really fell in love with doing media for kids. Like I think oftentimes the mistake that people make when they're trying to like make stuff for kids is that they think that they have to dumb it down. And kids are right. not dumb. They just haven't done this before. This is their first time doing it. And so you just have to explain it to them in the way that you would explain it to anybody who was doing something for the first time, you know? You just okay. have to take them like step by step. Story Pirates is an incredible show. It's uh, a bunch of improv comedians that turn kids' stories into original songs and plays and really just like take their words and treat it like Shakespeare and make a whole world out of it. Um, yeah. And then Chompers is a show that for two minutes in the every morning and night, you can brush your teeth to the show and the show will tell you like fun facts or quizzes or songs about the week's topic. And it really was like this big test of how well can you write because when you have to condense some t complicated topic into two minutes it and and do it every single day it, yeah. it just like really honed my skills as a writer to be able to anybody can write long try writing short it's hard you yeah. know can you tell editing us more is, about oh, your editing is always the hardest part so can you tell us it's more a... about your character uh, sophia sanchez on mm. uh, sesame street Yeah. So, uh, so Sophia has been a part of my life for, I think, like eight or nine years now. Um, I first auditioned for the show. They were looking for like a new uh, Hispanic or Latino character. And uh, Ishmael Cortova Cruz, uh, shout out to Ishmael, uh, ended up with the part. It was me and him at the finals. And I was so devastated when he got the part. And you know, like sometimes as an actor, you like you're you're you think it's your big break, and it's like this is my thing, and then it doesn't happen, and you think it's like the end of the road, and it's the, and three months later they called me and they were like, hey, we've got this other part for you, and it really was just like wow. sometimes you don't know that that next thing is actually the right thing for you, and so I came on to to help them with their social outreach campaigns, um, which is where Sophia comes in. Sophia is a character that like helps kids in these social out outreach campaigns with difficult topics. And so my first one was for kids that have a parent that's incarcerated and oh, wow. to help them wow. understand that, like, it's not your fault. And it doesn't mean that, like, there's anything wrong with you. And, you know, you're, this is a thing that your parent did. And that was our first one. And then after that, we did uh, we did a special for, like, school shootings and for kids to understand what that all meant. I just did one for, like, COVID vaccinations. And so for the last eight years, like, I've gotten to come back every time there's, like, these big, heavy topics that kids need to understand and let my character helps kids talk through those things. And I talk with the Muppets and I talk with Rosita to help the Muppets understand how to handle these, these heavy things that are happening in the world. And, and again, it's like kids aren't dumb. They know what's going on. They just, they don't, they've never done this before, you know? And so to put it in terms that they can understand, it's just, it's been a huge blessing in my life. I think then a Latina in Sesame Street needs to put like uh, Oscar the Grouch in his place. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, Mira, you don't treat people like that. Nah, nah. So I, I'm imagining Jasmine just kind of like, yo, Oscar, yo, relax. For <laughs> sure. Serious. If Oscar's Papa. trash can was in the Heights, they, we, they would not be having none of that. <laughs> Mira, papi. Yeah. Tranquilo. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't talk to me that way, all right? I'm just throwing out my garbage. Relax. Um, I'm recycling, okay? To be offering Oscar like some coquito, be like, come on, Oscar, just chill. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sesame Street. Wow, that's, Sesame Street is a fun place to be with all these Latinos now. Uh, we're going to gentrify Sesame Street, but sorry, let me get off Sesame Street already. You're a writer, and I would like to know 
writing this podcast series, right? Like, how is it different from writing like a TV show or a movie? It's a very specific skill set that to, to be able to write a podcast series with all the, the you know, sounds and you got to make sure this, you know, you write down this sound is happening here and we're going to have a music cue here. So explain to us that process. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like I started working as head of development for Sonoro after we started working on the show together. So that's how I ended up at Sonoro was like, I talked to them about doing this show and then they were like, Hey, do you want to come on as head of development? And I was like, of course. Yeah. I want to like help make more of these kinds of things in the world. Um, but like, that is a thing that I'm hyper-focused on all the time. And that whenever I'm looking at a script, I'm already thinking about that. And then doing this process and doing it from the side of, of a writer and thinking through like, how do I explain this so that the audience doesn't get confused because they can't see what's going on? Like, even something as simple as twins, right? Yeah. You can't have them in the same scene because yeah. they have the same voice. So how are you going to tell them apart? Mm. And so immediately from the jump, I was like, oh, one of them is going to be the narrator and the other one is going through the show. It's little things like that where you're, you're constantly looking for like, how do I explain this with, with an audio cue? And how can I make sure that the audience, like I'm taking the audience by the hand. And it's weird, like I don't think about things now that I'm writing for audio all the time. I think about things as like a camera angle, but I think about it with my ears. So like we're following mm. Gloria down the pier and the camera is rolling down the pier with her. But then that means that I need to like hear her footsteps as and like hear her going past the camera and hear whatever's going on behind her. You know what I mean? Like, And so I'm very specific when I'm writing those audio cues so that the sound designers know exactly what I'm thinking. And you really have to think about it in terms of a camera, but it's just for your ears. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you got to really like, okay, I'm at the beach. Okay, maybe there's like an annoying seagull in the background. <laughs> Some guy looking for like gold coins in the beach and he's being annoying. Um, so yeah, you do have to, that's a very interesting um, difference, right? To, to, to write for sound instead of, there's such a visual. I, and as someone who writes too, it's like you're thinking in terms of visual medium sometimes. Me and Frank said, we love the first episode. Eloetos, please listen to this show. Princess yes. of South Beach. And there's going to be a lot of them. This is 36-part series. Wow. Is that true? Yeah. it's the, Like I a mean, real telenovela? Yo, you guys. <laughs> it, it'll never end? Wow. I'm so tired. No joke. I'm so tired. This thing, I mean, it was a labor of love, but like, yeah. it's the, yeah, it's 36 episodes in each language. So it's 72 episodes total. Ooh. Because each wow. episode, it, they're coming out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting on October 4th. The first three episodes drop. So you're getting three episodes in English and in Spanish. And then the following week, you get one every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like clockwork. And Actually. wow. They're, and they're bite-sized too. Like you can get through, they're usually 10 to 15 minutes. And so like the whole idea is like, okay, you're getting ready in the morning. You're out of your shower. You're putting on your clothes and you can get your little bit of a telenovela to like get you get Ooh. your day going good. <laughs> Oh, definitely, definitely. People are going to be invested in this. They're yeah. going to be invested in this. Um, and and did you mention exactly where they can, where, where, where podcasts are available? But, you know, Sonoro, um, iHeartRadio. Um, yes, right? wherever you are out. listening to this right now, don't leave the feed. Listen to the rest of this episode. Listen all right. to all of Latinos Out Loud. And then right. go to Princess of South Beach and subscribe to Princess of South Beach. And I promise you, you will not regret it. It's outrageously funny. We had so much fun. It's, ah, oh, it's, you guys are just going to love it. I'm just so excited. 
We'd love to have you back to like at the end of the season to just kind of go over. We want to have a deep dive on the season. If that's Ooh. cool. I oh, really I, make... you know what? And I would love for people to get have like fan theories about what's going to happen because yeah. like <laughs> the, the, the plot lines in this are insane. I mean, you think about yeah. plot lines in telenovelas. It's always like a furious slap and how dare you and she's cheating on him and he's cheating on her and that guy got murdered and it's just like so i'm very excited to see what the fans think once the show comes out and like who's gonna do what it's gonna be great so jasmine romero princess of south beach all right october 4th yes october 4th and i will be back you can y'all can tweet at me your theories about the show yeah, we're going to be loyal listeners, so we, we're going to go deep dive. We're going to ask you questions. You're going to be like, wow, I didn't even think of that. So we're going to get in there. Yes. Um, we love you, Jasmine. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I love you guys, too. Wait, I got to do this really quick because, you know, especially since Rachel's not here, I got to do my, my yo, 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 yo. Wow. Wow, we wow, weren't wow, lying. Wow, that wow. was a fun interview, right? Oof. La jefa. Yeah, she got her job for a reason, okay? Yes, yes, yes. She, and uh, and the, the podcast sounds... I mean, a telenovela podcast, this is... It's genius. Of course. You know? I mean, listen, the, the, the chick I'm seeing right now, this, she's going to be hearing this, man. She's a telenovela head, so... She, yeah, she's a drama head, so she's going to love it. And telenovelas, like, I think different cultures have their own, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. everybody has their own soap opera. You know, you got the Bollywood soap operas. You know, the, the I've seen a lot of Asian soap operas. It's like, it's very addictive. Yeah. And of course, Americans, I, I think they still watch the General Hospital and all that shit. Um, <laughs> it's like, damn, these people still work at General Hospital? What, it's been like 50 years? After all these years. <laughs> After all these damn years, he's still up in General Hospital. But uh, so definitely that show's going to be fun. Princess of South Beach. And... Um, shout out to Rachel again, La Loca. She wasn't in this episode, but she'll be back. No doubt, uh, we mi- we missed her. Yes, and um, but she'll be back, and um, we'll do it all again on the next episode. Princess of South Beach, by the way, is October fourth. Check it out on Sonoro, October fourth. Also, iHeartRadio and, and anywhere podcasts are found. I think so. Before we leave, we cannot do this show mm-hmm. without the people behind the scenes. Come on, y'all! Come, Come on, y'all! Come on! And we always got to give them props. So I want to give a shout out to Paco de Pablo, producer, supervisor. Okay, Frank, who's next? Mitzi Hernandez, producer. Amazing. And of course, Augusto Martinez, the editor. Oh my God. Because you don't know, these are actually like five hour shows and Augusto has to edit it down to (laughs) 45 minutes to an hour. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he's laughing right now on the, on the, on the Zoom chat, but, um, so um, we love them because without them, we can't do this. Nada. It's just us on a microphone in our rooms and, you know, with bad sound. Um, we really appreciate them and we always want to give them props every show. And Frank, I think that's uh, it's time to end the show officially. Yeah. So do you want to do this together? You want to do yeah, the normal? Yeah, let's do it because together. Because Rachel's not here. We're going to just right. in tribute in honor of her. We're going to do this together on the count yeah. of one, three, two, one. We are.